We've been gathering voices from Huddersfield Contemporary Music Festival all week on Culture File, and this time we've an appointment with the festival's composer in residence, Sweden's Lisa Streich. Streich had a fistful of premieres at Huddersfield, including of her 2022 Ophelia, a work for large ensemble and a piano augmented by some of the delicate machinery that's become the hallmark of the composer's music. Lisa Streich talked to Culture File about sound from the instrument's point of view. Let's see. We start with everything. It's a motor, a little motor with around about 7.5 voltage. And well, that works with 7.5 voltage. And attached to it is a paper stripe that then plucks the strings of the silently pressed chords on the piano. It's not working like it should because of the voltage, but it's not. It's, it's an incredibly delicate sound and we were hearing it with, a, you know, a huge ensemble on the stage and you could just about hear the sound over it. But what I'm hearing now is actually the motor sound is mixed in there as well. Yes, and that shouldn't be the case. Oh, I like too, it, I like yeah, it. You like it? <laughs> or it shouldn't be too much, but that's because of the high voltage. Where did this device come from, for the idea for this device? Um, originally, I was... I'm so in love with instruments, so I always wanted to hear what does the instrument actually hear from the inside and what's the soul, the very soul of every instrument. And combined with uh, an experience that I had 2011 with the Stravinsky Fountain in Paris, in front of the Ircam, where machines from Jean Tanguely play all the, they turn all the time, but they usually don't sound. And then I went to the ear cam early in the morning and it was the first frost and those machines, they were singing. And that was um, a very special moment that I have never experienced before to, to hear something so fragile and crying and beautiful from a, from a machine that I was so surprised and overwhelmed because I didn't expect it. And somehow I also it was not connected to to musical education or anything. It was somehow accessible for everybody and it kind of was from everybody because it was from nowhere in a, in a, in a way. And since then I, I have worked with these machines. It was first just curiosity what happens to the listener if you hear the instrument from the inside and later from the outside. So you change perspectives, but you also, you somehow very forceful want to get very close to the soul of the instrument, which somehow feels uh, almost like abusing, I later thought. And um, it made me think a lot about the expectations of what you want to hear from a piano from the listener but also that the piano is always used by people who have uh, strong feelings or strong interpretations and they, they're just used and we see the piano always through 
eye of interpretation and never inside the piano. And I'm, I'm, I deeply believe that every instrument has its very own soul as well. And um, of course, everything is somehow, it's, it's not naturally, but um, somehow to get closer to that point, that's what I wanted. I came to the point where I was a little bit fed up with extended techniques and also somehow I'm so in love with the old chords that we know so well from music history and it felt impossible for me to write a C major played by human hands. But a motor somehow is totally allowed to do it. It's a different thing and one can hear it in a different way because it hasn't been played by a motor so often yet. It's not so used yet. It has a different expression. You, you referred to that as kind of like um, an amateur choir. There's, there's some kind of freshness in not doing it quite right. Yes, I'm very touched when when I hear known chords slightly differently because I can experience them for the first time in a way again and again and again. So that's something that has kept me working for the last 10 years, basically, to find these special moments in amateur choirs. Well, what I love, would love to do, and I tried it once in a piece to, to combine uh, music and scent, and I tried to do it with coffee grinders. Uh, but it didn't reach out. <laughs> it didn't reach out to the public. It was not strong enough, but it would be wonderful to do a piece that you write a piece and at the same time there are different scents coming by. But how should you how should you do it? But that would be wonderful. There's a lot of development in that area about how to put it into the room. But for coffee, if you made espressos, that fills the room pretty much, doesn't it? Yes, but then the sound is not so interesting, I think. So you don't want a bunch of coffee machines. <laughs> the coffee grinder is very beautiful, also the picture of it. I mean, it is so impressive, I think. As a child, you hear all these instruments and you don't know what instruments they are nowadays. Of course, I know exactly what instruments playing what, but it seems like magic. When you hear it the first time, it's the universe that unfolds and... You can't understand it or grasp it, but you want to be part of it. You so desperately want to be part of it and make the same beauty happen and, and yeah, do it your whole life. And I can really go nuts if I don't find the right paper and I can destroy the whole piece. Oh. Lisa Streich and her machines there at Huddersfield Contemporary Music Festival 2022.